topic they are curious about and want and wanted to learn more. After two months of hard work, we're proud to present you these projects. As a reminder, please honor each presenter by listening and applauding at the end of the presentation. He is learning basketball, basketball and loves basketball too. His favorite render is Brian, the one and only Eugene. My name is Eugene, and I have a question for you guys. Do you guys like basketball? Then put your hands up. Oh, okay. okay. Why did I pick this topic? It's because lots of people like sports, and I want to inform them about basketball, and I also want to pick this topic because I want people to know about basketball and how to play it. What is basketball? Basketball is a team sport and a game played between two teams of five players in which goals are scored by shooting. A ball throws a net How does basketball work? The ultimate objective of basketball, like almost team sports, is to outscore your opponent. And basketball players score points by throwing the ball, throws the basket, and a mode as shooting. Different points are awarded to players based on where they are when they shoot the ball. What is what are the basic uh, basic rules of basketball? Two teams of maximum 12 players with a maximum of five players of each team on the court at any time. The basket scored from near the basket and inside the three-point arc is worth two points of basket scored from far beyond the three-point arc is worth three points of basket scored from the three throws line is worth point. So, how do you win the game? Winning a game of basketball is pretty simple. Score more points than your opponents in the allotted game time. If the score are tied at the end, then an extra quarter will be played until a winner comes. Why are basketball players usually tall? It's because the rule book puts the basket 10 feet high and they want to put the ball in the basket taller players achieve the goal better. Basketball of history is founded in 1946 by James Nathan, one of the first sports founders. First played in December 21, 1891. The trouble and success. The trouble was uh, hard to find a good question when picking a good topic, and hard to find a good uh, answer for my question. And success was 
of finding a good picture and getting information from family and researching about classical history. Thank you. So that was a great presentation. Now, let's give it up for the Deadpool fan who also loves Taco Bell, Matthew. Diabetes. People have had it. My dad has it personally. Uh, it's a big problem in the world, and I wanted to learn about how to, how to solve it. The first thing I did in the steps in the beginning was I tried to figure out some ways to be able to prevent it and stop diabetes. The steps I took, first I researched about diabetes, then I made an upload a video to YouTube about diabetes with my dad, then I researched how many people in America have diabetes and how many don't, and then I learned how type 2 diabetes and how type 1 diabetes are gained and the differences. The struggles I had. So the struggle I had was getting the correct information and publishing my video. Successes I had. Being able to help my dad and being able to help others in the world that have the same problem as him. The experience I have. The experience I have with diabetes is that my dad has it. I want to be able to help him so you can help, have a healthier lifestyle. Have a healthier lifestyle and be able to uh, see me grow up and have kids. This is the short video I made about diabetes. So there's a couple different ways to manage uh, and avoid diabetes. Uh, number one is being active and uh, staying healthy, not gaining too much weight. The other is really uh, watching the amount of sugar that you put in your body, which includes sodas, uh, candy, even carbohydrates, bread and rice, because those turn into sugars. Um, I didn't even know that I had the disease. I had it for years without knowing it. I went to a nutritionist as soon as I found out, and she changed my diet, and I'm actively managing it uh, with very little medication, and uh, it worked very well for me. Thanks, Dad. Welcome. So then after I had done, I finished my research, and I looked up how many people have diabetes in America and how many don't. There, there are 8.9 people in America have type 2 diabetes, which is the, which is the most common one. 0.4% people in America have type 1 diabetes, which is rare. And 90.7% uh, don't have any diabetes. This is how you get type 1 diabetes. Type 1 diabetes occurs when your immune system, the body system for fighting infection, attacks and destroys the insulin-producing beta cells of the pancreas. Scientists think Type 1 diabetes is caused by genes and environmental factors, which is viruses that might trigger the disease. How do you get type 2 diabetes? Type 2 diabetes develops when the body becomes resilient to insulin or when the pancreas is unable to produce enough insulin. Exactly why this happens is unknown, although genetics and environmental factors, such as being overweight and inactive, seem to be contributing factors. Thank you. He is trying to save his swimming bus prize. He is a Chipotle lover. 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 Give a round of applause for Jeff.
Okay. Hey guys, doesn't every one of you love cute and fluffy koalas? Well, I certainly do. Look at them. Oh my god. They're so cute. Bam! Bam! A thousand of the koalas are gone. And what else it cost? What had cost it, you may ask? Hello everyone, my name is Jeff, and today I'll be presenting my genius hour on the Sherwin Bush Vibes. Now, let's talk about the problem. The problem I'm trying to solve is trying to inform some of you guys who don't know about the devastating bush fires that are raging on right now, and I want more people to know what the brave firefighters are risking in the front lines. Now, let's talk about what exactly are the Sherwin Bush Fires. The bushfires are a series of fires started by a terrible drought that started in 2017 that still has been going through. The fire started in September and has burnt 25.5 million acres of land, which is about the size of South Korea. These bushfires were also uncontrollable at first when they first started, and they started to get really bad, which was kind of right in the hottest season of Australia. But on February 13th, the government finally declared that the bushfires have been contained. Now the Australian government is trying to repair the animals' homes and plant new trees. Moving right along, let's talk about why I'm interested in this project. The first reason of why I'm interested in this project is that I love animals and I want to save um, some of the lives of the innocent animals in suffering in Australia. The second reason um, why I'm interested in this project is that I, always, I have always wanted to help people out whenever I can, and so I want to support some of the people who are struggling and because of the fires. Now, I will talk about my goals going into this presentation. My first goal is trying to raise awareness for the bushfires and to inform as many people as I can about the bushfires. My next goal is trying my absolute hardest to convince some of you guys to donate to this cause and contributing to Now, this brings us to what inspired me to do this project. The first person or group that inspired me to do this project is the Australian YouTuber Laserbeam and the ClickHouse. They raised money for the bushfires through a really long charity live stream that really inspired me. The second thing that really inspired me to do this project is the famous Australian actor Chris Hensworth. Otherwise known as Thor from Marvel. What inspired me to he inspired me because he went out of his way to make a YouTube channel to post one video and don't and donated one million dollars to contribute to the cause and that really deeply inspired me. Now comes the moment you've all been waiting for. What I did to help the Australian bushfires. I personally donated twenty-five dollars to the WWF Australia otherwise known as World, World Wildlife Fund Australia. I also informed many of my family members and friends and even some strangers at school. Now that I officially lost your attention, let's talk about some facts about the Australian bushfires. And some can be really sad, so prepare your tissues. The first fact is that over 1,000 innocent koalas have been killed during the event, and also, not to mention a plethora of them got separated from their families, and which is very sad. And also, oh, biologists estimate that one billion animals have been killed 
through the bushfires. And also, 24 people have died from the virus and 1,400 homes have been destroyed. All due to this terrible event. Now, let's talk about the struggles and successes I had going through the genius process. My first struggle was that I am a kid who loves to postpone everything, and which means pushing everything to the last moment to do. And to add on to that, I have horrible time management skills, but that leads me to success, which is I still finish my project in time to the best of my ability. And you know what? I'm presenting it right now. The next struggle I had was I was afraid that I couldn't transfer all the main information I had and gathered into a thoughtful and funny presentation, but I did it. What else am I presenting right now? And that leads us to my last struggle, which is I always started to doubt myself while I was making this presentation, but my success was that I never gave up and I kept pushing harder and harder. And when I when here I am, where all my doubts were erased. Well, time went by fast. Now it's for the time, now it's time for the steps I took. So it all started when I was laying on bed one day and I just saw a then I just and I couldn't think of a topic for my genius hour. And Chris Hemsworth decided to post a video and donation for $1 million to the Sherwin Bushfires. Like, that really inspired me. And that actually made me think of this topic and why I needed to do it. And I began working on it. Then it started out rough, and I had a lot of struggles along the way. But the day finally came, and I went on stage, and I started to present, which is today. And um, I think I'm really proud of myself. And mom, are you proud of me? Oh my God, I did it! <laughs> well, that takes us to the end of our time together, which is still the reflection part of my genius hour. First, I learned through this presentation that time management is really important. Next, I've learned so much about the show of bushfires. You could technically call me an expert, even though I wouldn't recommend that. And the last thing I learned is that anyone can do something they put their heart and soul into and try their best to achieve. For example, I can pull off this huge presentation, and if you know me, anyone else could do it. Thank you. Oh. Person is speaking. Our next person speaking is doing the beach cleanup to help the environment. She's a big fan of book diversion. Here is Rachel. My name is Rachel. I'm a person who is interested in solving care of rural problems. One of the big problems right now in the world. The first question is, if you were to be asked to help with the beach cleanup, would you do it? Raise your hand if you will. Now raise your hand if you would. <laughs> I'm going to ask this question a bit later, so keep this question in mind. The second question is, what do you visualize in your head when I say beaches or ocean? Starting by things clear skies, sand, and swimming. It may look like this. But life isn't always a paradise or a fairy tale because in some places it looks like this. Some of the closest beaches in Southern California look like this too. 
Initially, I wanted to accuse the other people who chose the same, co same topic as a copyright idea, but were they? No, because we all have the same purpose, to raise awareness on the problems of our beaches. What's the point of just talking about it, posting about it, and making TikToks about it? All you get is some likes and followers, but likes and followers are not going to clean up the beach for you. So I wanted, I wanted to make a difference in the real world. I want, I went to the beach to clean up, made a website for anyone to learn about beach cleanups and take a survey. If we continue to ignore the problems present on our beaches, we're neglecting our duty to protect the earth and our ecosystem. We need to take good care of Earth because things like litter and plastics end up in our drink, then our river, and then our oceans. When plastic reaches the ocean, animals might get accidentally get stuck or consumed. If sea animals consume plastic, the plastic the plastic might remain in their system. On land, plastic can not fall apart, but in the ocean, it breaks up small particles like the size of plankton for the fish to eat. The consumed plastic debris will accumulate over time in the digestive system of the fish, which will no longer be able to feed properly and eventually die. This disruptor breaching because it causes a chain reaction of women to women in food supplies. For example, if the small fish dies die out dies out and the other fish that are dependent on it also dies out and so on. The more we ignore this ongoing pollution in our oceans, the more harm they're causing to our breaching. When I went to Newport Beach, so I wanted to catch a pickup. Although this was good for the ocean, I was upset that I wasn't able to take part in cleaning our oceans. It was also unfortunate that I wasn't able to participate in an organization called Keep Marching Beautiful's annual cleanup days because they usually happen in September or April. Another challenge I faced was scheduling. Initially, I was going to visit a group of friends to be able to um, clean up together at the beach, which is Michaela and Emery. But we couldn't all find a time to go, which is unfortunate. <laughs> Outside of this, it was difficult to plan a day for my mom to take me to the beach without disrupting my brother's extracurricular activities. Although this is challenging, I was simply able to find time to go to the beach and clean up. While I was saying this project, there are a few things I learned and reflected on. I thought it was going to be a simple project when I, um, when I proposed it to the chefs. However, I, I had to ask people to help me in different areas like changing schedules, doing research, and presenting. I have to start over a few slides because the information I gathered was false. But due to my mistakes, I found many new strategies like checking other sites to have the same information to help me with my next game hour or presentation. Now here's my website. My website has information on how to do a beach camp and how to keep our beaches clean. Now, I'm going to ask you again. Raise your hand if you would go to the beach and after hearing all the bad things that ocean pollution can do to our beaches. Now, raise your hand if you're still like, I'm not wasting my time to go to the beach and help clean up. Thank you for the people who raised your hands and who are willing to participate in the beach club. Before I end the presentation, I want to let people know that you don't have to go to the beach to save our environment. Even picking up trash that we see outside is also helping. I mentioned that I took a survey. 86.5 people said yes to a beach club. One of the best answers was from Audrey and Mr. Cole's class. 
She wrote, I would help with the beach cleanup because right now, all over the world, people are littering everywhere on the ground, streets, and beaches. I would like to make a small money to make a large impact to change the environment. I think what she wrote was quite inspiring, especially the part where she said she wanted to make a small move to make a large impact. For those who don't want to participate in the show, I hope one day you'll change your mind by taking a mission to save our planets. Here are my sources. Thank you. And now, our final presenter will teach you about a worldwide problem, why it's bad, and how you can help. All brought to you by Jessica. Hello, my name is Jessica Lent, and today I will be presenting to you about large-scale conflicts. I was researching about topics I could do for my genius hour, and this topic caught my eye, so I decided to explore it further. Taking on this task gave me the opportunity to conduct serious research. Moreover, while researching the entire process, I learned a lot about large-scale conflict. My goal in this project is to inform others about large-scale conflict, why it's bad and what you can do to help, and also to create a website so I can uh, let more people know about it. So what exactly are large-scale conflicts? Large-scale conflicts are when people in different countries get into an argument which can cause a war to happen. There are currently more than 40 conflicts around the world, and at least 108 million people were killed during wars in the 20th century. It is an estimate that in human history, the total number of people killed are 150 million to 1 million. <laughs> How is this caused? These conflicts are usually caused by grievance, hatred, inequality, greed, poor staff election, misunderstandings, bad community, communication, and lack of planning and frustration. What would happen if there was a conflict? Wars can destroy communities and families, and often disrupt the development of the social and economic fabric of nations. This usually can cause long-term physical and psychological harm to children and adults. Wars also cause a reduction in material and human capital. So what can you do to help? Well, you can donate to campaigns because these contributions can help to end war and also volunteer your time. Organizations that you can donate your money to or volunteer with include the National Youth and Student Peace Coalition and the Stop the War Coalition. What did I do? I donated $16 to worldbeyondwar.org and I created a website to inform others about this worldwide problem. Some struggles I faced was finding photos, because most of the photos were a little graphic, so I couldn't find any good ones. And I also realized my presentation was too short, so I had to extend it, and I actually forgot to create a website, so I had very little time to finish my website on time. Reflections. From this project, I learned a lot of things I didn't know about large-scale conflicts, and I would definitely do this again. Here are my research resources I used for my project.
Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you learned something new. Uh, please look to your teachers. You have four. You have four in the rest of the state.